Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, After Buzzers! Happy Tuesday night! Oh, uh, it's good to be back. It is. I'm good kind to of be missing back. these uh, every other week thing. Um, but tonight we are recapping two episodes of New Girl. We have last week's episode, uh, The Apartment, mm -hmm. and then we have tonight's episode, D Day. Before I jump in, we have a lot to talk about. I'm your host, Kelly Knezovich, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Knez. You can also check out my website, prettylittlebakers.com. Uh, where I give weekly tutorials on how to bake super easy and super cute desserts. Also, I got my girl Michelle with me. They're also very yummy. You forgot to mention that. I mean, I feel like that's a <laughs> given though, just because I. You're right. <laughs> why you're would right. I bake something that's not yummy? I mean, you but know. But thanks, Michelle. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, I'm Michelle Fee, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Michelle Fee. Okay, so let's jump right into it. Okay, I think you said earlier there were so many uh, guest stars. Yeah. In both episodes. Well, I mean, well, I, I mean, say so many, so but many, but like one for each episode. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they were big names. It wasn't yeah. just like, oh, a random, who was that guy a couple weeks ago? Phil, Phil, Phil? No, shoot, Armisen? What's his name? What's his Fred? Fred Armisen. Phil, Fred, you know, okay, kind of Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah, similar. Yeah, PH, you know, F, whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> he was in it just for like a couple scenes, you know, yeah. but like Becky Cavatappi, she was a big role she in the was, apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And then Schmidt's dad, we will for sure get to that oh God. in a little bit. So let's start with the apartment. Uh, last week's episode, uh, remember how we said that there's kind of like two groups usually mm -hmm. within each episode? So the apartment, there yeah. was pretty much uh, Jess and Cece right. in their little girl time. And then we had the guys, mm -hmm. kind of. They, they they were separate. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, let's start with Jess. Okay. Shall we? Yes. Um. So, well... Leading up to Jess, uh, the guys find this big old box in the apartment. And they're like, whose is this? Like, what? I didn't order anything. Right. Of course, Nick has some answer that I always get my mail or anything shipped like, from the port. Like, at the dock? Like, yeah. Okay. I just, <laughs> I had, like, no reaction. I was just like, why wouldn't you want something to be shipped to your place so you don't have to leave your house to, like, pick up your but stuff? But often, I mean, when are, when are things You're super, right. You're like, right. when do they make sense with Nick? And things aren't simple with Nick either, no. so. But I love the way that he delivers it, though, as if it's like, duh, why Like, why wouldn't I have my things delivered at the dock? Right. Like, it's it's right. not, I mean, he, he he thinks that it's the simplest way. It's, right. it's fun to watch. I love um, I love that little interaction with all three of them. I agree. So anyway, Jess gets home. She has this box and this binder full of everything. And she is, you know, you can tell she's like really overwhelmed. And she's like, oh, great, my, my uh, big old box came. We find out it's a... Would you still call it a punching bag yeah. if it's on the ground? Um, so she has this big old punching bag, and she's like, oh, okay, just give me a couple seconds, guys. And she just goes for it. She is, <laughs> we're like, what is going on? 
Turns out, uh, the principal, Principal Higgins? Figgins? Something along those lines? Um, principal Figgins is from Glee. Oh my god. You were getting your shows, <gasps> like... Do you what miss, is do you wrong with me, Kelly? <laughs> to be honest, no, no. Oh. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm so hurt I didn't that. watch the last season. I just thought it was so bizarre. Okay. Not my thing. Getting back to New Girl. Anyway. Definitely not Principal Figgins. Don't know why I thought that. Her last name was really complicated, so I... It's Becky Cavatappi, but I forget his... The old principal's name. Oh. Anyway, he she replaced him, so now she's a new principal, and she is just loading everything, anything and everything, onto Jess. And Jess Which is sucks. It's so it's awful. And then I love that when they cut to those scenes, she's like in a bubble bath and she's drinking her wine and just yeah. chilling. And, and you know, of course, she's delegating all of her work to Jess too. Right. So she's saying, you know, oh, you know that thing that I was supposed to do? Yeah, you do it. So right. poor Jess has a lot going on. I can totally tell why she needs. You know, she doesn't need one of those stress balls, stress relievers. She yeah. needs that big old punching bag. Right. Good thing she got it. Um, on time. On time. Yeah. <laughs> so then she realizes, okay, I gotta go uh, help Cece pack up her old apartment because she's finally moving in with Schmidt. She's right. She's moving into the apartment. Which, okay, I will say. Side note, though, like Cece lives by herself. Correct. Um, I know she lived with those models for a while. Right. But then they're, like, no Maybe longer in the picture. Out. Yeah. So why didn't Schmidt just move in with her? You know what I that mean? Would, especially for a couple that's going to be a married couple, you would right. for sure want to live there. Right. I mean, it makes sense for the show that she would move in right, with right, their right, roommates. Right. But, yeah, as a new married couple or even a relationship, right. why wouldn't you want to live with your significant other, yeah. other just you two? Yeah. Good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, it, like you said, it does make sense for the show, but at the same time, like, they can still visit each other, you know? Yeah. And, like, their bar is, like, the central place. Yeah. So it's kind of like Friends. I will put another friend re- Friends reference because I love that show. Um, you know, do like, it, they, they all live in different areas. Like, mm-hmm. they don't live together, but they live within proximity to each other and they see each other all the time. So, you know, I just thought since they're getting married, like, they should have their own place, you know? That's a really good point. Then yeah. again, maybe you could, I mean, blame it on rent. It's L.A. It's so yeah, much yeah, easier to right. share rent with, what is it, five people? Six feet, five people? Oh, yeah. As opposed you're to right. just two. That might be you're a reason. Right. I don't know. Um, so anyway, uh, Jess comes over with a bottle of Prosecco. And this scene, this whole the whole concept of packing everything, a toss or a take pile, mm-hmm. and then cheersing it off to wine um, I or champagne, I for sure thought of Sex in the City. Did you? Yes. Okay, that whole, yeah. like, toss-take with the signs, and then... Right. Th- there was another one, too. I forget. It was, like, a toss-take something else. But anyway, I was just like, this is Sex in the City. Totally. But um, we soon find out that uh, Jess walks into the apartment, and things are not packed up, and that's what they have to do. They have to pack the entire apartment. It she is a pigsty. I don't blame her. She. I think she was just waiting to... You know, she didn't want to do it. She yeah. was... Um, in denial about moving, which makes sense. I mean, she said she was scared and everything, but she right. just just didn't want to do it, so she didn't. Right. Which she explained to Jess early on. She's like, I just didn't want to, and yeah. so I didn't. Right. <laughs> so That's good true. job for being up front. Too bad it was not the greatest. <laughs> right. Not the greatest thing to do. No. So anyway, but. they um they start packing, and Cece's like, Oh, do I want this thing? It reminds me of my single life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get rid of my single life memories. Right. Um. Which I feel like at that point, 
You should. Yeah. You're Especially getting, when you're getting married. You're getting married. I mean, yeah. you it's have like another chapter memories. of your life. Exactly. Right. It's time to shut that door. You have those memories in your brain. You don't need a t-shirt or like a hat from a, what was it, the guy who was bad at doggy style. Yeah. Like you don't need those <laughs> memories. It's time to move right. on and grow up, you know? Right. I, like how we talked about. You especially don't need that memory. Oh, God, no. Especially when you're with someone else. Yeah. And so. as we've been seeing this whole episode, or this whole season, um, everyone's growing up, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what Cece needed to do this episode, yeah. and she did. Right. Because Jess pushed her. Right. Um, Jess I mean, her, where would they all be without Jess? All right? <laughs> well, we did see it where they were without her for six episodes. You're they right. Were, they were pretty good. Yeah, they were. Um, okay, you're right. But I think when she's back, they're kind of a little bit more lax. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she did tell Cece she needed to take that leap, and she ended up just kicking Cece out so she could pack everything up herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time, she realized, ah, shoot, I completely packed the binder mm-hmm. that Becky Cavatappi gave. <laughs> it's like a week's worth of work. Right. And Becky calls her as she's sitting in her bath- bathtub. bathtub. Did we mention who she was, by the way? I don't think we have. No. Elizabeth Berkeley. Yes. She's so pretty. She is. She, she aged very well. Yeah, for sure. Um, and they definitely made a couple points about it, talking about how, you know, she wears, like, low-cut stuff, and she's very boobalicious, all the, all those things, and all those things, and, um, yeah, she just, she was great. She was really funny as, like, a... Yeah. I mean, I kind of wish we saw more of her, just because she is a big star, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we saw enough. It was nice to see her, though, instead yeah. of just some random, like... Somebody being the principal, you know? I'm right. glad it was her. Um, so anyway, she calls Jess and she's like, hey, you know, we need this thing done, whatever. Whatever she talks to her about and Jess is like, shoot, I have, I don't have the binder. Like, where is it? Uh, they end up unpacking pretty much everything. Yeah. Trying to find the binder. And then they realize at the end, it's under the couch. Isn't that always how it goes? Yes. I feel like you misplace something, you look everywhere, and then just the most obvious place. <laughs> it's always. It's right there. Well, sometimes you would think she would, like, backtrack and try and remember what she did before she packed. Yeah. But, but I mean, she was probably trying to <laughs> keep Cece out, and so right. she was busy dealing with that. Um, so, I think finally, uh, Cece is starting to freak out, and she vocalizes that she's getting mm-hmm. scared. And Jess tells her, you got to take this leap. You got to tell Schmidt. He's your significant other. Yeah. He's the person that you're spending your life with. You, He needs to be your person that you are, are your complete self with, that you're right. the most vulnerable with, that you get embarrassed. You know, you open up to him. Right. And um, Cece starts doing that on the phone. She calls him and she says, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm scared about getting married. Yeah. Well, for a second, did you think he was going to freak out? Because I feel like that's total Schmidt. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. I also, I don't understand maybe because I'm not married, but I don't understand why uh, she would be freaking out if still ultimately she wants to get married. Like, she's not having the wedding Mm -hmm. jitters of like, oh my gosh, I don't think I want to marry Schmidt. It's not like that. It's, I for sure want to marry Schmidt. I want to spend the rest of my life with him, but I'm nervous about getting married. I don't really, I don't really mentally understand that. (laughs) I think it's just like... The thought of change. Like, everyone freaks out over change, whether it's good or bad. And she's leaving her apartment behind. Yeah, like, the very first place that she moved into when she was in L.A., and so... Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, change sucks, but... I mean, she eventually dealt dealt with it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad that she did open up to Schmidt about it. Mm -hmm. She needed to. Again, it's the idea of growing up and becoming more mature. You're right. Um, While she's on the phone with Schmidt, though, she gets a call. I guess she's using Jess's phone to call Mm -hmm. Schmidt, and uh, Jess's phone gets a call from Becky 
have a tappy again. <laughs> and Jess is like, don't answer it. Don't answer it. What does Cece do? She answers it. Did you expect that? No. Really? Uh, yeah, just because I felt like she would respect Jess's wishes. Not to mention that's Jess's phone. So, like, and she was also in the middle of an important conversation with Schmidt. So, if Jess was like, don't pick up the phone, she could have been like, okay, I'll just go back to my call on this very important conversation I'm having with my fiancé. But no, like, she completely puts him on hold and then just answers the phone and, like, everything just... And she tells Becky that, this is my friend Jess, you're being so rude to her, it's completely uncalled for. Which was nice of her. Like, as a friend. I think the execution... Yes, I think the execution didn't go over so well. No, no. I don't think anybody would um, accept that. Like, I don't think Becky would be like, oh, wow, I'm so glad you told me that I was being rude to Jess because now I'll be nice. Like, that would never happen. She would just... It's like the whole whole concept of telling someone to calm down when they're really upset. Right. That never helps. That always makes things worse. So, um, I think... I mean, her heart was in the right place. It was. It so. just didn't happen in the best way. You're right. You're right. Um, so anyway, Jess, I was kind of shocked that they just cut to commercial shortly after because I feel like Jess would have and should have flipped out and we should have seen that. But she didn't. She didn't. I yeah. think because deep down she knew that's the right move. Right. But then now she has to smooth it over and then mm-hmm. also kind of like, do I want to quit type of thing. Yeah. Which we see, she goes and says, sorry for my friend, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know, you would never quit. I'd never I, allow yeah. you to quit anyway. Yeah. And she goes, ha, JK, joke's on you. I'm quitting. Leaves Becky Cavatappi high and dry. Yeah. I love how she left, though, like, in classic, like, just move, I guess. Where she was like, I hope you, like, your career gets, like, a minor setback from it. And you learn from it. And you grow from it. And it's like, really, Jess? And then like, ultimately you live a happy life. Right. <laughs> You're quitting. And she was a horrible person to you. She's so positive. She is. She, right? Maybe that's why we love her so much. Yeah. Yeah. She's so upbeat. Her attitude. She Nothing can bring her down. Um, so let's get to uh, Winston, Nick, Schmidt, and Dust Dunstan. That was weird. That was weird. Everything about that was so weird. It was quite bizarre. If you think about it, like, um, Winston and Allie's replacement partners are basically them, but worse. But worse. Yeah. Like, um, I forget the girl's name, but Allie's partner, she was like, hit my stomach. It's rock hard. Yeah. Like, you know, pretty, pretty tough. Yeah. Pretty, like, you don't really want to mess with her. Like Allie. Like Allie. And then Dunstan was... I mean, Winston, oh, Dunstan, Winston, interesting. Um, I wonder what the other girl's name was now. I feel like I wrote it down somewhere. Um, I will try to find it. Uh, okay, anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. D- yeah, it didn't happen. You're fine. Um, so Winston, Winston's like, oh, yeah, no, we compliment each other really well. Like, I'm blind, colorblind, he's nighttime blind. <laughs> Like, no, that's, that's not, not a thing. That's not a <laughs> no. thing at all. And then all. the whole bathroom situation where he's like, where Dunstan was like, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Where is it? And just, I mean, like four times they touched on that whole subject. Right. Well, can you explain to me what Winston meant when he was like, dude, it's a room. Like, that's all he said when Dunstan was like, do you know where the bathroom is? And like, he came back a second time because he couldn't find it. And he asked Winston again, do you know where the bathroom is? And then Winston was like, dude, it's like a huge room. Like, I think he's saying the bar itself is a huge room. 
that okay. it's not like there's different pathways that you can walk down and like oh it's, it's okay you know third hallway and then the second door on your right and straight until morning it's right. like one circular room right that it's like obviously right there's the restroom or you know right. it says it or something where you could clearly right. see it from any position in the room okay that makes sense Maybe. thanks for clearing that up sorry that was a way long explanation no it really didn't need to happen sorry i needed it it's been and a no, long no. day <laughs> oh, um so yeah dunstan is pretty uh he's funny he is funny but just not so I'm much like that he was a cop yeah, that's <laughs> I true. I would not want him saving um, me or He'd my be a city. good desk cop. He would be a good, yeah. Paperwork? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like signing people field. in. Yeah, definitely nothing in the field, especially <laughs> if you're night blind. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust that. Um, anyway, right. Allie approaches him and says, why did you not want to be my partner anymore? And I was like, Winston, this is your chance. Yeah. He was so close. He was like, okay, honestly... It's because I can't hear you talk about, and she's like, talk about what? He's like, talk about, and I'm like, just say your I know. boyfriend. He was so close, and then he goes to saying, how much you hate my music? And she's like, your, what was it? Mood music, was it? It was like pure something. Regardless, I'm surprised <laughs> that she was like, I'm sorry, that's legit the reason why. I would have right. been like, no, no. Fess up. <laughs> right. It kind of looked else. like she knew there was something, like, there was more to it, but she didn't really want to push it if he wasn't ready. Yeah. Like, I think that's what I really like about her is that she's pushy, but she knows when to hold it back and, like, reel it in, you Which know? we see in the next episode mm-hmm. when she's like, I'm not getting getting involved in this. You know, she's like, this is your guys' thing. We're not right. going to touch on that. I was kind of bummed, though, because I was hoping, um, I feel like my prediction last time was about... Her not actually having a boyfriend and just saying that, mm-hmm. um, or yeah. maybe it was your prediction, but it was mentioned that she was just saying that she had a boyfriend, and it kind of sounds like she actually does. Yeah. Poor Winston. I know. There's still Winnie hope. the Bish. Winnie the Bish. Uh, and yeah, so anyway, there's a flasher in the bar. Um, which was a Which was super part. random, yeah. And, uh, and so Dunstan and Winston, we see them try to work together. Clearly it doesn't happen. So, right. I mean, the, that relationship was just doomed to fail. Yeah. Um, I mean, Winston and Allie are just meant for each other. There you go. <laughs> That's what soulmates. 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 Um, let's see. So, uh, yeah, I feel like that might have just been the end of it. We, yeah, that was pretty much the gist of everything. Once Winston and Allie kind of got back together, things were back on track, yeah. and then. Cece uh, was able to open up to Schmidt, Schmidt and she was like, you know, I want to be scared together. I want to be happy together. I want right. to be embarrassed together. I want to be annoyed together and everything. So right. they're on a good path. They are. But can we talk really quickly about the whole flasher thing and how Nick thought it wasn't weird at all to have a flasher in the bar? Yeah, I love how he was like, oh, it's actually, uh, it's happened to me like 300 times. Yeah, he was like, you guys have never been flashed at all. Like, Not even on, on holidays. holidays. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, no, Nick, that's no. not supposed to happen. But again, that's another example of Nick being right. like, well, duh, like, like yeah, that's, of course that's normal, you know, that's, that's so simple. Right, Yeah, right. I, I, and I love how he was describing, he was not describing, what did he say, his face and body type, or his face and height or something? Yeah, and, I don't. And then Dunstan's like, what, what? I knew he was describing his penis the entire time. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That kind of reminded me of Superbad when he was, in the beginning with McLovin. Oh, right, 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 When they were trying to describe yeah. the, the guy who hit him. Uh, yeah, lots of things are coming up. we got Sex and City. we got Super Bad. A lot of, like, cross-referencing to, like, other TV shows. I know. Shows. I don't know what's wrong with me. Sorry, guys. No, no, no. It's fine. 
It's both of us. Okay. <laughs> At least I'm not alone. Um, we good to go? You want to talk about D-Day? Yeah. Okay, D-Day. Definitely did not know what this episode meant from no. D-Day, and it definitely does not mean what we think when we hear D-Day. It, yeah. Uh, the D is for the decisions right. regarding the wedding. Yeah. We, okay, again, when we are talking about the groups, the different groups, we mm-hmm. have, um, it's pretty much Jess and Schmidt and Cece, mm-hmm. and then that's one group, and then uh, Nick and Winston is the other group. Which one do you want to talk about first? Um... Let's do Jazz's. Oh my god! Story first. But wait, can I point out that yeah. have you noticed in the past couple episodes, like Jess and Nick have not had a storyline together? I know, and Isn't even tonight weird? when they talked about it, yeah, great point. When um when she mentioned the whole thing about like oh I made up with Nick with Schmidt's dad, he I mean his his reaction was it's like normal for like someone who for like a a dude you know like yeah. it wasn't like. Oh, this is awkward. I'm an ex-boyfriend. Like, it was... Right. So, you know, I'm, I always have those rose, <laughs> rose-colored glasses on, I, I hope. Um, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that'll happen soon. If just, like, a storyline between them will Maybe happen. Maybe for the next week. Now that, like, we brought it up. Now that's been mentioned. That would be nice. We'll see. Yeah, we can talk about it in predictions when we get there. Okay. Um, but, like you said, we'll start We'll start with uh, Schmidt, Jess, and Cece. Okay. Uh, Cece ended up getting that gas TV gig. Yeah. That was bizarre, especially when she was like, I was drunk. Right. And when we watched the, like, the bloopers or <laughs> and the And she couldn't even get through, like, one sentence. Oh, God, no. Not at all. She no. showed up in shorts. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess if you guys want to be, like, a gas station TV anchor, I guess it's relatively simple. I mean, it... <laughs> It's a national thing. Like, why wouldn't you want to be that? Oh, my gosh. It's too you know? funny, though. Good for her. I'm glad she got, you know, things are looking she up for her. She deserved it. Yeah, so she's gone. Uh, she originally had plans with Schmidt to go deal with things for the wedding. Mm-hmm. I love how involved Schmidt is. I mean, he's basically planning his dream wedding. Let's be real he here. Is. <laughs> yes. Yes. He absolutely <laughs> is. I just feel like it's so typical guyish to be like, whatever you want, honey, like, yeah. you pick, I, I don't care, anything that makes you happy, I want right, it to. Right, right. And Schmidt's like, no, no, <laughs> I am going to have this wedding how I want it to right. be, I have dreams, and he has everything set up on a flash drive. Yeah, and it's color-coded. Co- yes. Which, when, originally when that was stated, I was like, what are you talking about? And then we see the files, and it's literally blue. Yeah. Fuchsia. All the... Like, all the colors. It didn't right. say... Um, you know, wedding invites or mm-hmm. cake or, you know, anything like that. Um, I love that Jess went out for him while he's at home, which I think he was working on the wedding invites at home. Yeah, he was also getting his um, tux measurement. That's right, that's right. And he had the iPad in front of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jess was, <laughs> she had her GoPro, like, attached yes, to her helmet. that was great. I was like, this is brilliant. It is. It it's, really is. I mean, FaceTime is a thing, but also GoPro action, that's that's pretty legit. Right. <laughs> it was legit, and I bet you so many people are going to do that now. I think... So GoPro oh, everything. Yeah. I, yeah or not everything, fun. but like GoPro wedding stuff. What, that would be fun. For, yeah. With them. Because I don't think you can FaceTime a wedding, like a long wedding. I feel no. like your phone would die relatively quickly. Yeah. Um, right. So anyway, Jess is out getting all these things done for the wedding she goes to different uh, furniture places tries to find chairs of course schmidt nick says everything not want folding chairs not at all um and uh she goes to the what would you call it a 
like a cake. Like she tries all a couple different cakes. Yeah. Um, like a bakery, right? Yeah. I mean, Why clearly we haven't like things? gotten married or anything, so we don't know what's going on. I'm learning from Jess how to do this. I'm gonna bring my GoPro. Um, so she's out there trying cakes. I'm like, girl, I want to be you. I know. I, that would be the thing that I would look forward to the most. Yeah. Especially being a baker. I'm like, I want to try any and every food. Right. I want as many desserts as possible. All the food. Jess was just like doing it because Schmidt was, you yeah. know, asked her to. And I'm like, Schmidt, why wouldn't you want to do it? Like, that is the funnest it's, part. Right. Funnest Cake is a word, by the way. JK. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I just, right. I feel like that would be something that you'd for sure want to do. Um, so she is out trying different cakes again with the GoPro and Schmidt is just like, he's not having it. He's not listening to her. He's, he's telling her going closer. Like, I really yeah. want to see She's the like, fine detail. Can you like tell me what the feet of the frosting tastes like? Like, yeah. what does that mean? I have no, I mean, I, I Kelly, don't know. you baking expert. I don't know what the feet <laughs> of the frosting, like, I don't know if I would ever ask someone what that tastes like. <laughs> just be like, tell me how delicious the frosting is. Right. Um, so anyway, at that point. My favorite part of the show, Jess goes to the fountain. It's kind of like a meditation thing. Yeah. And uh, she starts singing Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle. And she doesn't do it in her typical, like, yeah, you know like how her they, Yeah, like voice. her throwbacks, like when they go back in time and stuff, and she's, like, singing super well, right. and, like, you have the vibrato and everything. Like, she's, it's very quiet, and she's singing it slow. And soft. And soft. And Schmidt is there, loving it, slowly falling asleep. Your voice is, like, making me want to I'm sorry. I know. Right I need to get back, get back <laughs> into it. Um, so, Wait, yeah. But did we ever figure out why Schmidt was so tired? Because I don't remember if they ever said why he was so sleepy. I think just her singing to him, it was like a lullaby oh. and, like, put him to sleep. Okay. Um, so she, next thing on her list is to go to this Cal- Calabasas winery, mm-hmm. which I was like, does that actually exist? I want to go I know. There. <laughs> I mean, Malibu wines exist. I know, which is fantastic, by the way. Yes. Um, so she goes to this winery, and I was like, dang, girl, maybe that's what I got to do to get free wine. Just spill it. <laughs> um, and then, you know, save a bottle and then drink with the owner. Um, so she's drinking this bottle of wine with the owner, who is Peter Gallagher. Mm-hmm. We were, Michelle and I were talking about it before. He looks evil. He does look evil, which is why, like, I wrote down, I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but he's weird and he's an evil man on my notes. It's, yeah, he's, um, I was part, I was partially right. He kind of is an evil guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's definitely not, he's definitely not one that we should like in the show. Right. Um, yeah, he didn't, I love the comment too about the, her comment to him about the eyebrows. Have you ever had... Uh, like a woman comb your eyebrows on the first date or something along I those lines. I thought he lines. was going to be offended by that. Oh, he looked like, this is the weirdest question ever. And then he's like, yes. Like, he was super into it. Yeah, it was weird. So weird. They're kind of, they're weird. They're, it's just it was a, a weird thing. A weird couple, weird vibe. And I mean, we, okay, so at first we see this this owner who's like drinking wine with her, at with which by the way, it's like. And feeding her cheese. Yeah. I feel like, we, like that's no. weird to begin with. So yeah. we kind of were like, okay, this relationship is bizarre. Like, it's kind of weird. Um, and he's old. He was a lot older like, than her. Not to be rude, but he just looked way too old for her. I, I feel like she looks quite innocent. Yeah. And maybe that's what he was attracted to. I don't know. Mm. Weird. Um, <laughs> so, let's see. Anyway, she comes home. She tells uh, Schmidt, who's just waking up from his lullaby that uh, Jess, or from his nap that Jess mm-hmm. sang at the lullaby too. Um, so, she he, she comes home and she's like, oh my gosh, I get into 
the this winery and he's like you I'm sorry you went you went where she's like yeah me and Gavin had a great time she's like, like who G- G- Gavin <laughs> and um he spills the beans she was like, we kissed a little. And, and he like, just freaked out. Oh, my Which God. was the best thing ever. His reaction was hilarious. Oh, hilarious. It was so good. Was I perfect. love Schmidt's reactions, but man, that... That one was the best. It was great. It was so good. Like, for me, I feel like that was on par with his reaction to one of the earlier episodes when she was trying to, like, impersonate Steve Urkel. Remember when she, like, didn't have a job anymore and she was at home watching TV? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, she tried to do, like, an Urkel voice and he was like, no, do not do that again. Oh, I need to hilarious. watch that episode again. I think that one was my favorite. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, the okay. youngins. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. He's he's fantastic. He, I mean, he's always he always makes us laugh. And I feel like that was just a prime example of how fantastic this right. episode was. Um, so, anyway... A lot of the rest of the episode between him and Cece and uh, Jess was was awkward silences. I mean, they made it be that way, but... Because it is awkward. Because it is awkward, but they just were like... Like, Jess is like, I don't know if I should say anything. Because yeah. Schmidt is still digesting it and taking it all in. Yeah. And then the worst thing happens, we hear a knock on the door. Oh, God. And Jess is like, um, 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 Schmidt, maybe you should go in your room. <laughs> Schmidt's like, what's going on? Finds out that uh, Schmidt's dad is there to go take her on a date. Yeah. And he comes in with a bottle of wine. Meanwhile, Schmidt and Cece are in their room. Jess is wearing the, uh, the <laughs> GoPro again. So Schmidt can witness this whole interaction. And um, Gavin finds out, oh my gosh, Schmidt lives here. Mm-hmm. And he sees a wedding invite. So he realizes his son is getting married. Yeah. Um, and then Jess basically says, uh, like, oh, you know, he, he's watching you right here. Gavin talks into the GoPro and basically apologizes yeah. for being a terrible father, saying he was high, like, all of the 90s, all of the 2000s, and he was high this morning. And he said he just loves weed. Yeah. And he's just, he reali- he admits that he was a terrible father. Yeah. Um, Which was nice of him to do. Yeah. Like, not too many people have the balls to, like, say that. But also... Yeah. Oh my gosh, in terms of family drama, you can't just apologize. Sorry I wasn't there for 20 years of right. your life. I True. just smoked a lot of weed. Can you come outside so I can apologize in person or give you a hug? Like, right. that would never fly. No. But I'm glad Cece pushed him, you know. She's yeah. been a good supportive fiance. I mean, and it is a start. It's a start for sure. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did. He's like, hello, Gavin, you know. And he's like, Gavin, I'll take it. Yeah. Because he's not ready to call him dad yet. He's not right. his, I mean, he is biologically right, bio- sad, yeah, but right. not, um. He wasn't a good father yeah. figure to him, so he doesn't want to call him dad. Um, so basically, Schmidt invites him to the wedding. I was shocked. I was too. It was just like random because you know. And then at the end, Schmidt's like, "Oh, back to square one with this eating chart." I mean, it causes problems for Schmidt. It's not just like a random, or it's not just right. you know an easy fix. He has to reorganize everything. Yeah. So it was a big deal for Schmidt because it causes a lot of work on his part. He loves it though, so. That's he okay. does love wedding planning. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't think I'll ever be able to wrap my head around that. Um, so, yeah, and he says no plus one, which I was like, I would hope he wouldn't bring a plus one because that would just be, it's yeah. already awkward that the dad's invited. It would be awkward if he brought, like, a girlfriend, especially, like, a smoking hot youngin. Right, and after he made out with Jess. Yeah, just, no, we'll see where that storyline goes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm looking forward to it. I don't that. like it. It's <laughs> not okay. No, no. 
So let's move on to Winston and Nick. Uh, the two boys, man, they're constantly like going at it this uh, this season. Remember mm-hmm. the whole the decision episode with Megan yes. Fox? So now they're trying to kind of out uh, outprove the other person that they have the harder job, the yeah. more difficult job. And so they first go to Nick's place, Nick's bar. And Winston tries to organize a schedule, mm-hmm. and um, he, you know, realizes it's not, it's, it's difficult, there's so much going on, he right. calls Mercy. And then... Well, technically, not really, though. How so? Because he, like, even though he was like, okay, like, your job is hard, but he was still like, you know, but it's still not as bad as being a cop. That's true. So... It kind of was Mercy, but like a half. Mercy to get out of that yeah. position right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, good call. So Nick ends up going in the backseat of the cop car, um, and they're driving around. And it's funny because, you know, they're doing really lame stuff, like moving a palm tree branch <laughs> from the middle of the um, – not freeway, the middle of the street. And I mean, Nick is – what? It's, it's a palm tree, like, thing in the middle of the street. Like, no one's going to be able to drive around that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Nick was just, you know, saying, like, oh, rough day, man. It's right. so difficult to be a cop. He was giving a major crap. Right. And um, finally they get a call, right, as, like, Nick is like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, for sure you have a harder <laughs> job than I do. Um, they get a call saying that there's mm-hmm. this, you know, crazy man and they have to go to this house and uh, go, go, go. So Nick's in the backseat of the car. So skeptical. Weird. And all of a sudden this guy, he, like, runs up to the car and starts <laughs> breathing super heavy. And licking the window, which was really gross. If you're a robber, you're anyone trying to get away from a cop, why would you run into the cop car? Right. Well, maybe he was on something. Maybe he was high for the 90s and all of the 2000s, and maybe <laughs> right. he was high right then and there. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. So, Nick is freaking out right. in the back, which was hilarious, too. Nick and Schmidt have the best reactions this episode. They do. I just... They all have great reactions, actually. Yeah. I love Cece, too, when she um, was like, let me, I think it was the apartment episode, and she's like, let me in, or else I'm going to break down this door, and she, like, kind of hops and, like, <laughs> pushes her her palms up against the door, and she's like, ah. and she's was, like, oh, my wrist oh, hurts. My yeah, everyone, yeah, they're, they're God, I, I always laugh at them. <laughs> um, so Nick is freaking out in the back and ends up, uh, I think it's Allie, ends up cuff, handcuffing the guy, mm-hmm. and Nick is like, oh, my gosh, okay, you have such, you know, your job is way harder than mine, I can't believe it, it's crazy. And then Allie kind of brings it to Winston's attention. No, like, it's not about whose job is right. harder. Right. Um, it's about, I want to prove to you that um, I'm, I'm growing. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm a manager of a bar. I, I have hours and people that I have to manage and delegate right. work to. And he's like, I, or she said, you know, Nick wants to prove to you that he's growing up. Right. And I thought that was great. I mean, it's pretty much what we've been saying this whole, yeah. every, pretty much every show. Where yeah. It's all about growing up You're and right. being mature. Um, and uh, it just took someone from the outside to let them know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not always the case, though. It is. Like, you always listen to people who are removed from the situation more so than someone who's right there with you. Right. Um, so Winston realizes, wow, like, she is right. You know, he is just trying to prove to me that he's growing up. And Mm -hmm. he is. It's nice. Um, so then they're all back at the bar. And it's pretty much the four... I guess it's Jess against the four of them. It's uh, it goes CC Schmidt, Winston, Nick, or CC yeah. Schmidt, Nick, Winston. Anyway, they're all kind of reliving the fact that oh my gosh, Jess just made out with Schmidt's dad, 
and they're all weirded she's out. She's never gonna live that one down. No, she never. doesn't even know how to how to get over it. I mean, yeah, she just is kind of. She has the big eyes, her big old eyes, like kind of like, what do I see? Is there anything I can say? Right. Nope, there's not. <laughs> I feel like it was kind of awkward when Nick was like, did you like it? <gasps> yeah. yeah. And then I love, was it Schmidt was like, you don't have to answer that. Don't answer that. Right. And she's like, mm. it's, yeah, they don't need to talk about that. No. Winston could have asked that question, but right. not Nick. Weird. Um, anything else? Did I miss anything? No, you pretty much... We got it all. Yeah, I we think you went through it all. Oh, the genie in the bottle. Can't, can't, uh, can't get over it. The okay, it's dead. I know. Nope. Um. <laughs> so let's get into predictions. Yes. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. What you thinking? What you thinking? Okay. Um, I'm thinking since Schmidt is like slowly letting his dad back into his life and he's inviting him to the wedding, I think like Schmidt and Cece are going to have like some financial trouble backing the wedding and then his dad's going to offer to like step in and Oh, that's a good, because he's the owner of a winery. Right. Of course. They could have the wedding at the winery. (gasps) Ooh, I like the way you think. Okay. Well, there's that. That's, that, that's going to happen. That is I'm, like, happen. almost positive that's going to happen. Yeah. For a second, I still wanted them to get that one place that Schmidt yeah, really like wanted. Yeah, troubadour or something. Definitely not called that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the place yeah, he yeah. was fighting the other couple for. Yeah. Right. But I like this winery idea yeah. better. I think yeah. he might grow to like it as well. I mean, it's very classy. Maybe that's how Schmidt's dad will kind of, like, make it up to him. Like, hey, sorry I haven't been there for your entire <laughs> life, but do you want to get married at my winery for free? Right. <laughs> for freezies. I mean, free's always good. Yeah. And that's then, a really good point. Yeah. And then I think Winston will eventually tell Allie how he feels. I hope so soon. Yeah. He had the perfect oct- opportunity tonight. Yeah. Didn't take it. Why do you think he didn't do it? Um, I think it would be, as we're talking about all the characters evolving and growing up, I think it would have been too quick mm-hmm. for him to grow up because where do you go from there? That's then true. you become in a relationship. And then, that, is that kind of it though? You know, like right. we're only like halfway through the season. So I think there's That's still true. Be more bumps. That's a good point. Um, yeah. I feel like a lot of, I don't know, I kind of like the fact that Schmidt's dad is in the picture and they mentioned, you know, they kind of touched on his mom a little bit. Mm-hmm. I wonder if everyone that we've seen parent-wise, will come back into the picture for the wedding. Like, Jess's parents, uh, yeah. like Jamie Lee Curtis, and then who was her dad? Um, I forget her dad. But, um, I like, I wonder if they'll be at the wedding. You yeah. know, I'm still counting on Coach being at the wedding. Oh, fingers crossed. I hope so. But I feel like they're kind of, you know, slowly introducing Cece's mom and mm-hmm. now Schmidt's dad. And so I feel like the parents of these people will be at the wedding. I hope so. That might be kind of cool. Kind of like everyone comes together at the right. end. It'd be like chaos, though. It'd be a lot. It'd be a lot of storylines combined into one. Yeah. Good call. Maybe it won't happen. Maybe. <laughs> um, wow. That Okay. Anything else? No. No, I think that's it. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to, uh, I guess, recapping both yeah. episodes, The Apartment and D-Day. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, if you have any thoughts, again, sorry about the whole principal situation. Kind of going over my head there. <laughs> um, but if you have any thoughts on tonight's episode or if you have any predictions that, you, um, that you know, you'd you know you like to tell us and we can absolutely discuss it next week, let us know in the comments below. You can also tweet at us uh, using the hashtag ABTVNewGirl. Um, Again, I'm your host, Kelly Knezovich. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Knez. 
And I'm Michelle Fee, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Michelle Fee. And you can follow all of us here at AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys next week. I'll see you guys in two weeks. In two weeks. <laughs> see ya. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.